Uh, before we go on, let me just clarify something about what I said yesterday. We explained that yesterday there's a gezerah, that you have to separate the uh, 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 meat and milk on the same table at the same meal, even though you're not eating from, if you're fleshing on any of the milk, your milk's on any of the flesh, you have to separate it to a very large extent. You can't bake a milchik uh, loaf of bread. That's a decree, that's a gezerah. In general, we say that the rabbis, there's a rabbinic rule that ain't goes from gezerah, gezerah. We don't make a decree upon a decree. One decree is enough. We don't multiply decrees upon decrees. You know, halacha is normative. We don't go crazy. That's a generally halachic rule. Why over here we seem to have a decree upon a decree? Don't forget, we've already discussed that the only prohibition from the Torah is meat and milk cooked together. It's only rabbinic prohibition to eat meat and milk that wasn't cooked together. And so that's already the fact that you Ke'ilah would eat the meat and the milk not cooked together, that's already a decree. Now there's another decree to say you can't even have it on the same table together. Why are we so stringent in meat and milk? The answer is because meat and milk is really different from the, your standard uh, prohibited food, something which is usr. Because meat in its own right is permitted. Milk in its own right is permitted. They are both found in the kitchen regularly in a common way. And therefore, it's very easy for them to get mixed up. And that's why the rabbis said, in this type of situation, we can make additional gazeras. Also, in general, you know, we have to ensure that there's a separation between meat and milk. And uh, in general, bichlal, you know, that the, we know that, uh, that uh, we, we've already mentioned that the fact that um, a chicken, you know, oaf, is a prohibited midrabon, and that's what we eat paskin, is very similar to meat, which is asuminatara. And, and therefore, we, like we said, you have to make exera to make sure that these things are not confused together. That's why the rabbis are more stringent in this type of situation. Now, suppose you want to eat fleshiks on a milchik table. Uh, obviously, the reverse is the true. Milchik's on a fleshik table. So when I say one, everybody understands <coughs> that's true in both directions. So they want to eat fleshiks at a milchik table. You have to clean the table first from any leftover foods. You don't want a situation where there's leftover foods that get mixed up with your fleshik meal. Uh, you can't eat fleshiks on a tablecloth that was eaten, that the milchiks was eaten upon it without ensuring that it's clean. If it's a tablecloth that absorbs dirt and, uh, and, 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 uh, and foodstuffs, you should wash the tablecloth before you use it for fleshiks. If it's plastic, you could wipe it down and that's good enough. Right? Because plastic doesn't absorb. You wipe it down and that's good enough. So if you have a milchix on a plastic tablecloth, you can actually, you can wipe it down and then and clean it and then eat fleshiks on it afterwards. Uh, even, and this is true even, of course, you're eating with a plate. It's not as if the food is touching the tablecloth itself. It doesn't make a difference. The tablecloth should be cleaned. What about, uh, this is a common, uh, a common question that always comes up on Shabbos, uh, bread that was served at a fleshic meal. If there is a logical, very, uh, very uh, probable, probable, that's the word I'm looking for, there's a probable, uh, there's a, a, a probability that fleshic hands touched it. What do you mean fleshic hands? Your hands that would have had fat, some fat on it and some, some fleshic sauce on it if touched the bread. You can't serve that bread at a milchik meal. Again, the Shabbat, that could be a common occurrence uh, because people taught, you know, eating the challah without a fleshik milk and you serve it, say, at a milchik sudashli sheet. If people were very careful that they didn't touch it with dirty hands, that is to say, hands that were dirty with fleshik sauce or something like that, you're allowed to eat it at a milchik meal. Okay, you're allowed to. If you're careful, then you're allowed to. 
uh, served at a milchik meal, a salads which were served at a fleshik meal. If there's a chance, again, a prob- a very a, more than a chance, but a very good probability that people served served themselves from the salads with 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 say spoons that had milk meat on them, leftover meat. You shouldn't use the salads at a milchik meal. If the salads had the, uh, their own spoons, you know, serving spoons, in such a way that for sure people just used the serving spoons and people didn't use their own particular, you know, the silverware with, a, uh, with, with meat on it, then you're allowed to serve it at a milchik meal. Some people are stringent and they say, no, I don't care. Anything that's put on a fleshy table, I'm not going to serve at a milchik meal. That's a hidor, that's a chumrah. You don't have to be machmir like that, but you can be. And even these people are machmir. If there's a reason to be make or to be lenient, they can be lenient. All right. We said earlier, you'll recollect that when you're eating meat, you can't have milk at the table. That's I just want to re- reiterate. That's only when you're eating. If it's not eating, you can have meat and milk on the same table at the same time. For instance, can you put meat and milk in your backpack if you're going to teal on the same shelf in a fridge? That's permitted. As they shouldn't touch each other. If they touch each other, they shouldn't you know, clean it off. But you're allowed to have meat and milk on the same level, on the same shelf in the fridge. It's permitted. All right? Uh, you have to be careful. Sometimes you have, initially you have bags of milk. Sometimes bags of milk can, can drip. And if it drips on meat, then you have to make sure you uh, wash it off very carefully.